Thank you for tuning back into the Walk On Pod. Uh, the boys are scrambling this week. Uh, this is this is the first time I think we've ever recorded on a Sunday night, and it will be uploaded on Monday. Um, but you know, we're getting it out to you guys. We're getting it out. Uh, Tommy again checking in from all over the world. Uh, Today, <laughs> I am in somewhere near Luke and dear to Luke's house. Town. Near and dear to Luke's heart. The, do- the dome that the Abdo built. Say, people say Luke ran these streets for four years. Flagstaff, five years, Arizona. Five years. Don't forget. I was only there for four. I was only there for four. He was only there for four. Oh, I guess that's true. Also, also checking in with former pod guest Jane Eagle in the background. What up, Jay? There we go. There we go. He gave the Dirk. He, did you okay. see that? He gave the Dirk. Okay. okay. Good vibes. Good vibes here tonight. Uh, Jared, how are you doing, man? Checking in from the uh, garage. Everything's good. Yeah, garage pod. You know, yeah. this is what we got to do. Good yeah. toolbox in the background. Yeah. No, there's actually some good stuff in there. That was passed down from my grandfather. So There we go. Maybe a little too late at night for a CC cameo. Yeah, CC's out. Gianna's out. Everybody's out. Amanda's out. So these are real hours. Yeah, these are the real hours. And for the people that, well, I guess we haven't said this before, so I might as well say it now. No, nobody's probably asking this question why I'm in my garage, but for people that are asking, <laughs> uh, during the storm, a tree went through my roof. So there was a literal tree in my office, a little redecorating that I didn't choose. So yeah, or, uh, mother nature. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A little 60 foot redwood sprucing it up. <laughs> I don't think the people right. ask, but yeah, the people know okay, now. Jared. The people know <laughs> now. Uh, yeah, we want to get right into it. Uh, NBA, there's a lot going on in the NBA, specifically trade deadline in Kyrie Irving. Uh, I think this is really where we wanted to start off. Uh, and as of today, he's been traded to the Mavs. When we anticipated recording this, that didn't happen. So I'm actually kind of glad this worked out in that because we yeah. can kind of talk about how that played out. But uh, yeah, I mean, Kyrie's been. The talk of the league, I think, for about the last, what has it been, three days now? So, I don't know how do you, you guys feel about all that. Do you think he does this stuff on purpose? Yeah, I think he does. Do you think it's like an attention grab? I think I think he thinks he's being, like, strategic mm. in terms of, like, I saw uh, Emmanuel Acho said, like, he did his little piece, and I know he has a lot of controversial takes often. Uh, yeah, I don't take anything from a football commentator seriously right. though, about basketball. But I think, I think, I mean, I think he, he also. I don't know. Go ahead. I was, I was sorry. I don't know if he's saying a lot of the right things all the time, but man, he's convincing. I'll just leave it at that. Like his delivery is crazy. So that's kind of what I was going to get into. So he he went on his little rant about Kyrie, and he was saying that, like, he thinks this is one of the more smart moves that Kyrie's done in terms of his, like, notoriety and, like, saying that he wants to be traded and he's going to stay places. Because he said, in terms of where you look at he is right now, playing-wise, he's going to be at the highest market value. And so if he wants to get traded and potentially sign after this, and that's kind of been the whole talk of these trades, now was the time to force the trade because when KD was out and the Nets were still winning and he was playing at a really high level, that puts him at a much higher market value than it did or it could be at the end of the season. And that's kind of what he was playing at. Yeah, but I don't think that even matters though because it's like he's a free agent next summer anyway, so he's going to have to find another team or re-sign a contract. And like the reality is is that – 90 like think about it when he requested a trade the there was only one team that popped up right away right and then there was like two or three teams so like from what i understand from what i read the serious teams were the lakers the um the suns and the mavs i saw the heat too the heat but there wasn't but like so like think about it out of 30 teams three teams want one the starter from the all-star like He's going to be a top 10, like, he's going to probably be second team all NBA. Like, only three teams in the entire league want you. Like, to me, that, like, I don't know, that speaks a lot of volumes. Like, if Steph requested you know, a trade, if the Mavericks if, will pay him. Hmm? I said, do you not think the Mavericks will pay him? I, I don't know if they I don't even know if that will work. I don't know how that's going to work. But that's yeah, just a different, that's a different our part of the argument. My point is, like, if Steph requests a trade, 30 teams, like, 29 teams are calling. And Joe Lacob is showing up at Steph's door like f- within an hour. 
Yeah. Right. Whereas like for Kyrie, it's like, we've seen this story before. This is nothing new. The hard part for me, what I think about, I guess is like, how does KD feel about this? Cause he was like, I'm not going to leave seven out to dry. And yeah. And like, we're supposed to be boys and they're both kind of in that weird frame of mind where it's like, they're kind of pragmatic in that way where it's like, they kind of, they fit each other to be on the same team the way their personalities are. But now he's like, no, nah, I'm good. Like we're number two in the East. Like we're, we're finally past the whole uh, anti-Semitic stuff, but I, I'm just going to cause some more shit storm. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know. Why do you think you're, why do you think you requested the trade? I heard it was because they tried to, when he was going through negotiations for the extension, the team tried to tie his extension to a championship. Like he was only going to get the extension if he won a championship. That's what I read too. And so then as soon as that happened, his side was like, fine, screw it. Like we're going to request a trade. Like I I think like, I mean, Dallas, like, I mean, they need something, right? Like, because like Luca can't do it all by himself. But essentially, it's just going to be those two taking turns, right? And you traded away Dorian, who you just paid, um, and is one of the only three guys, like the only three, one of only three guys on your roster that actually want to play defense. It's like Josh Green, Reggie Bullock, and Dorian are the only three that want to play defense all the time. And Dorian is the best at playing defense. (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of questions around the defense of that squad. Well, that brings me to my next question. Who won the trade in your guys' opinion? Um, I think it's a wash. You think so? Yeah. I mean, yeah, because, like, the Nets get two very good players. Um, they get a couple picks. Um, and then the Mavs get a, like, really, really talented, good player. But there's no guarantee you're going to have him longer than three months. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say. I feel like the Nets because like Kyrie's proven Kyrie's, Kyrie's proven over and over again that he just might like he might be like, man, I love it here. I love playing with Luca, and then in three months he's gonna be like, I'm gonna go sign with Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> can we talk about can we talk about Bron's tweet? <laughs> <laughs> that was bad. That was bad. <laughs> And did you see what Kuzma said to it? He said tamper. <laughs> no, no, wait. I don't think we're talking about the same tweet. Oh, I was talking about the no, I didn't see it then. Oh, um, what what did he say again, Luke? He, he said he must be me. Yeah, he got it. Uh oh. Basically, I can talk directly to it. Yeah, there we go. Uh oh. It's all good. But basically, Braun tweeted, must be me. Like he was like in his feelings, sad, like that the trade's not working out because it was him, like oh. <laughs> because of Braun. Like, it, like it, bro, it was so bad. It the, was like the high school relationship. The session. irony, the irony of Russ getting thrown back to KD. Like this guy, KD was doing everything to run away from this guy, and if he would have ended back on the same team, that would have just been that would have been hilarious. Well, and then like everyone was saying that the Nets front office and Nets management was like that was their only goal in this whole thing was to come up with a deal that he wasn't going to the Lakers. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's just sad, man. It's sad that somebody that's so good, like to, when you look at purely playing the game of basketball, like you can't say there's many people that have walked this earth that are better at playing the game of basketball, but yeah, he's different. Like, like he just, he destroys teams. Yeah. Time like and time and time again. Like, like, yeah, like, I don't know. It, he's it's, literally, he's literally said he was going to resign everywhere he's been and then left every single time. Yeah, every time. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I what I would be curious about to hear is like what what did the Suns offer to to try to get it? Uh, and what were the Clippers going to offer? I saw the Suns offered Chris Paul, Jay Crowder, and picks. Yeah, that doesn't really help them because Chris Paul's a free agent too, right? So, yeah, that's that was the package that I saw. I feel like I feel like I saw the Clippers package and it was nuts. I know Luke Kennard was involved in picks, and then, but they weren't going to give up like, Kawhi or PG though, right? No, 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 no. I wonder how they would have made probably the money centered around like it's probably centered on like Terrence Mann. Mm. Uh, yeah, but his contract's right. not big enough though. 
that's the problem. They don't have anybody like Kyrie's making making like uh, forty two million this year. Yeah, I'm just happy he didn't go to Phoenix because that would have been nasty. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's it's tough, man. I, I think uh, I think it's it's like that stuff's just so hard to to mesh as far as like like making those trades and you know, Luke, you asked who won the trade, like. I mean, look at like your you know your hometown trade, right? Like without Sabonis, you guys aren't third in the West, but you guys gave up an All Star for yeah. it. I mean, you got one back. Like the so I mean, out of all the trades in the world, like that's probably the most fair trade that I've seen. Yeah, I think both sides won. Um, like to to answer the Clippers question though, it was Luke Kennard, Terrence Mann, one future first round pick, and two first round pick swaps. Mm. So. Yeah, I'm just not giving up those picks for Kyrie. No way. Yeah, I don't. I don't it's know. interesting to see how, how they work out because I, mean, I, I also I also heard that that the 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 Nets wanted a point guard back. So like um, Spencer Dinwiddie is the youngest and probably um, has the most years on his contract out of all those point guards we talked about. Because Russ will be a free agent this summer, Chris Paul will be a free agent this summer, and Kyrie will be a free agent this summer. Yeah. So, no, I think I mean it's kind of crazy, but I don't know. At this point, I feel like, like you said, it's kind of expected. Like it wasn't yeah, a surprising thing. You can't be like I, I mean the the you can't be the top five player in the East and only three teams want you. Like that yeah. should tell you what like everything you need to know about the situation. What uh who who the Kings gonna get, Luke? Let's hear it. Who, or who do you two part question? Tell me who you want. Kevin Durant. Who you, who you think they're gonna get? Oh my god, Cameron posted that. Freaking ridiculous. So, so <laughs> I think Cameron, be, what I are you doing, man? Who, yeah, I did see that. Uh who I want the Kings to get is who everyone in the league wants right now in, in the trade talks. I want OG. I think I think a perimeter lockdown like OG would be huge for the Kings. Um take a lot of pressure off of Harrison Barnes to be really your only three that like you've got, so who you've you got who are you got moving you've who got you moving out of the No, see that's what I'm saying. Casey what about Lock-Pala's, Terrence Davis? He he doesn't play defense. Like mm. OG is he's like arguably one of the best perimeter defenders in the league right now. Yeah. So, so I think I think that and then really I think what's gonna happen is we need a big, a backup big. And I've seen I've seen Plumley heavy in talks recently and i don't know if that's the move but yeah i don't ah. know if i like Plumley. i really yeah. like honestly i, I like really like okay i really like mo bamba for you guys though to be honest i've seen that too um, i think i think that's like the right i don't know i think that's like the right temperament the right amount of production and just the size change up right like say, he's he's, he's way different better than than Rashawn does and yeah. yeah, he and he's way better. Or I mean, he's not way better. I'm sorry, he's way different style than Sabonis. So that would be the only thing is like, but I think the other person that I think would be good on the same team. I think we talked about is like to fit what Mike Brown wants to do. Like Mo Wagner would be legit yeah. for them because he's good. He, he is. I've been saying and he can like- play. He can play all uh, pinch post. I've honestly been seeing a lot. Like, if any name comes up in a trade talk, then I think it's like just me being on Kings Twitter. Like, yeah, a trade scenario where they go to the Kings happens. So yeah, it's like, I mean, Matisse is, Matisse would be great. I mean, Matisse but, would help. I mean, it would be similar to OG. The only thing about the wings is like, oh well, Matisse. Yeah, Matisse doesn't score like OG, but yeah, he also doesn't play as much. So. I don't know. I mean, I, I, a lot of people say that we need to make a move, but I don't really think it's that necessary to make a move. I think, I think to get to the Western Conference Finals, you need another, another player. Well, see, this is a crazy conversation that we're having then. I, I know, totally. No, I'm just saying to take that next step. Like, we need a big that because right now we really don't play a backup big. Yeah, not really. Like, Trey Lyles is like, he fills in at the five most times, right? Or, Chemezi plays. Chemezi plays. Don't go to Rashawn Holmes. Yeah, Rashawn Holmes, Holmes jumped back in there, though. He jumped he back jumped in the in. lineup. He did win. Sabonis was hurt and actually played mm. really well. But they yeah. just refused to have him in with the second unit, which is odd. But it's probably, You think uh, it's a spacing issue? Yeah, it's 100% a spacing yeah. issue. He can't so then Mo Wagner right Kata, there. Does Kata ever get any burn? 
he did he's he's gotten a couple like little stints but kind of depends on he's pretty good yeah but really good actually yeah but not for playoff he can't he can't make plays and stuff like that that's the problem is that like to run that system you need you need someone that can pass and someone can play out of the pinch out of the elbows and it's hard to find that and a rim protector. Well, I was going to say the problem, too, is your comparison in that is Sabonis in the first unit, and he's the second it's best a huge drop in off. the league. Yeah. Like you, have, you have Jokic, and then you have Sabonis right now in terms yeah. of bigs that play that role. So it's like yeah. it's kind of hard to even make that <sighs> comparison. Shout out, Keese, man. That would be, that'd be elite. Yeah. You'd love that. Oh, oh get him back gosh. to the Warriors. Oh God, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> um, no, this is good though. Good little segue from the Kings. Uh, um, well, actually, topic. I wanted to. Oh, I wanted Martin. to mention how Jared said Mo Bamba. Mo Bamba temperament on him. I mean, seems like a real level-headed guy. <laughs> Think that'd hey, be man. good for the Kings. Seems I, like a kind of guy who's going to keep his nose out of trouble. Uh, not I, wasn't talking about, I wasn't talking about that kind of temperament. But Tom, I'm just saying, if someone rolls up on you on the bench. You're not just gonna sit there and keep your mouth shut. So did you hear ah, what he sure. said to Austin Rivers? Yeah, this isn't high school anymore. <laughs> this is a, would that but fire Mark, you guys up off. enough to but go? Markel, like, bro, but but Mark Markel's face, like the meme that created by Markel Fultz's <laughs> face, is like pure comedy. You would have thought uh, he said something way worse. Yeah, bro, no, that's I what mean, I thought too. But that's an Austin Rivers type thing to get upset about, right? Well, did like, you hear what Austin Rivers said back to him? Uh, the, like yeah. the thing he put on IG, he said, like, the only reason why we know you yeah, is we know. a rap it's song. An, old... <laughs> Bro, like, what are we having a Twitter fight for right now? It's it was so funny. The His press the, conference I'm, was hilarious. I'm just glad. I'm just glad if we're on this topic, I'm just glad that Donovan Mitchell went right back at Dylan Brooks because that was crazy. Oh, my and the gosh. fact that he only got one game, but then Mo Bamba got five games. Like what are we doing? Like this dude is a like repeat offender. Yeah, uh, keep him on the floor because he makes him worse. New, he's a new Jason <laughs> Allen, bro. He oh. does. I'm being so serious. Like oh. I was, I was, I was happy when Dylan Brooks was on the floor late crunch time moments. Oh, he Warriors shot some bad ones series. last year, bro. Right, he Tom, he so, lost so, them. He single handedly lost them multiple games. Tom, to turn it the other way, who do you want the Warriors to get and who do you think the Warriors need to get to turn this season around? Because it's not looking great. Steph's out now. So is it just well, like, are I we don't just think letting, gonna do, letting... I don't think they're going to do anything. Yeah, because Steph's hurt. Yeah, and Joe Lake of just... Like, everything, every article that has like that I've read that's been released is Joe Lake of thinks that the youngins are the... The answer, and I'm not gonna say they're not, but I mean, there's just not like you can't, you can't when, do when, two timelines at once. It just doesn't work. When, when, when are you? When are you ready to give up? Like, when is the time to give up on Wiseman? I'm ready to give up right now because <laughs> you give Steph Curry the right players around him, he will win a championship. It's literally been proven four times now. Like, you get Steph Curry with a bunch of goons and smart role players that are going to guard and cut well and space the floor like he's going to win a championship so mm-hmm. i just like the warriors have 14 they don't even have a 15th roster spot they've got james wiseman and i, I i'm sure james is going to be a, I, I think he's going to have a good career and i'm not i don't want to hate on him but like he does he's he's been hurt all the time and then he's now he can't really crack the rotation so that's one spot and then you got ryan rollins who is supposedly a really good point guard, and I, I I think he could be good too, but he's just been in the G League the whole year. That's another roster spot. And then Moody can't crack the rotation because they have so many guards, so that's another roster spot. It's like they Pat, Pat Baldwin, their first-round pick, who is really good. Um, yeah, but he's, he can't get in the game. He can't get in the game, and they're playing yeah. Anthony Lamb, who has been actually pretty good. Yeah. I mean, Kaminga's been playing definitely... well in his starts. I know we talked about Kaminga before. Kaminga has been playing well. But I, I, I love Kaminga. I know he's the do, one, the like, one youngin that I wouldn't trade. Okay, but Kaminga should be more like OG. Since we we're talking about OG, 
like yeah, defensive he... switchability. He was out on an island and it was not looking good for him. I'm just telling you. And I'm not, he's young. So I'm not like saying that he Fair. can't become, but like, I don't know how, like how they want him to play. That's like the other thing, right? We're not in practice. We don't know what they're telling him. The meetings, like maybe they know something we don't because they see him every day and they're like, Hey, we want you to play this way because we know like it's going to work out. And like, I can't, I can't not trust like Steve Kerr and Bob Myers and those guys because like they've proven sure. it. So it's like, sure. but uh, it's the toughest part will be like, I mean, I don't think they're going to extend Wiseman this summer. So it's like, then you're really giving him next year. You're giving him next year to be like, look, like either you become who the number two pick is supposed to be, and then we pay you, or we we move you. Next, yeah, next, and that's next accepting season. is like because he shows flashes where it's like, he's, damn, he's, yeah, dude, he's gonna be really good, and yeah, then he dude. just has other, and then he just gets hurt, like he just keeps getting hurt. Yeah, that's the thing. And and defensively, like he really struggles in the pick and roll, and that's just like, and it's hard to get better at that when you can't play. Yeah, like well, I you, also, I I don't think he's a drop coverage big. I think you're dropping him every single time. I feel like he can switch. In hard I don't know. Edge no. and, I don't think he can switch or hard hedge. You don't think so? No. I mean, I I've, think seen, he's getting... I've watched clips, and I've watched a lot of games of him doing just fine in space. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe in the G League. I'll pull up some NBA clips for you, Jared. You'd be surprised. All right. Yeah, send them to me. But I think they, if they do make a trade, they should go get another big because if you're not going to play James, you can't play Kevon Looney and Draymond Green. You can't expect them to play 70-plus games. I mean, Looney did it last year, but and not be uh, like deuce for the finals. Like every Warriors team that's been good has had like either like a some type of floor spacing big that can eat the minutes in the regular season and give some minutes in the playoffs or like a, just another big like Bogut to just eat it up. In the middle for him, like Zaza, Bogut, Beelitsa last year. Yeah. They don't have that. Like they don't have an auto porter. Yeah, that's what they I have, think. That, I think they need a wing. They have Anthony Lamb who plays, he's 6'5, and they play him at the four. Yeah. I think, like, I don't know. If it was me, I would try to go find a wing and uh, someone that can play, play both sides. Who? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I I think like the one name that comes to mind that I think you get for nothing is like a Cam Reddish or somebody like that. But I don't even know where he's buried at right now. New York's bench, I believe. Don't yeah. you think that's like kind of? Don't you think that's kind of like another project? Uh, what I look at is like, like kind of what you said. Like, I need somebody that can come in and give me punch and athleticism off the bench. That like, if coached up the right way, he can guard. Like Cam Reddish just can be a capable defender, right? Yeah. And, like, offensively, he's always been gifted. And he just, like, if anybody's going to pull the best out of him, it's going to be Kerr, right? So it's like Thibodeau's, yeah, yeah, sure. Thibodeau's just old school, right? Like, if you, it's his way or the highway. So it's like if you don't, like, if you give any pushback, he's just going to bury you on that bench. Yeah, I saw so, I saw Thibel. Yeah, he just can't shoot, so he doesn't really fit great. Yeah. Um, I'm just thinking, like, okay, who's, who, who's, who's like a comparable think... player to, like, Otto Porter, right? Like Otto Porter was like, you know, like, you know, Cam Reddish is about the same size, probably same about yeah. a shootability. You know, Otto Porter was so underrated, though, bro. Like he, well, yeah, he was a max guy before he got there. I mean, he people forget he got 130 yeah. from the Wizards. He was a top five pick. He did so much good. Like he he shot the three so well. Yeah. He rebounded so well. He was a smart passer. He's a smart cutter. Like I'm just saying, without giving up your assets, you need to find somebody that you can. You know, you got to find that diamond in the rough. Unless you want to give up real assets. If you're not trying to give up James or Kaminga, if I preferably, I would want I would want uh, Pirtle from the Spurs. Uh, yeah, that's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. And then no. if if they were to actually like make a big trade, I would want them to go get like Alex Caruso. Yeah, Caruso wouldn't be bad. I guess like the thing is Moses Moody could like I just don't know why they don't play Moses Moody more. I don't know either because he shoots the hell out of it. And you think he smart. would be the auto porter? Yeah, he would be the auto porter, but he just 
I mean, Otto's bigger than him. Otto's like six nine. Yeah, but I think I mean, Caruso. I think Caruso would fit in like a glove. Yeah, yeah. He's, a, he's just, a bigger. He's just bigger. He can defend. I don't know. Just up. drafted at the Lonzo, end of the day. I mean, uh, Mello. My bad. Yeah. At the end of the day, they're not going to make any moves. And yeah, well, with Steph being hurt, it's going to be tough. So yeah. Anyways, with um, Steph being hurt. Yeah. Back to the snubs. So Luke was for you people that don't know. Luke was in a real tizzy last Thursday. Oh my god! Um, I was I did. I had to. I had to mute the chat. Yeah, it was, Luke was it in was, a real tizzy. It was more, bro. Like first off, this is this is what we should expect out of uh for our Sacramento Kings players. Um, but I think it across the league, not just with players, but with the media, it was well said that. Fox was the biggest snub. I don't know if you guys disagree. I think I think there's others in conversation. I think Edwards. No, yes. no, he's the biggest snub. There's no there's no arguing. But why do you think he got snubbed though? Because they wanted to put two for the Grizzlies in. Like they literally just wanted to put two in for the Grizzlies. But why though? Because they're second and third. It's like not like there was a big difference. The Grizzlies are a bigger market team. Mm, no, I don't like, think right that's now it. they are. Right now they are a bigger market team. I mean, I went some bigger market's not the right way to explain that, but I yeah, get what I you're would saying. say more bigger eyes. market. I'd say yeah. they draw more attention. Yeah. Is, jaw is more of a draw. Which is stupid, but like no one wants to watch Jaron Jackson in the All-Star game, bro. Yeah. He sucks. I, I, I agree. I agree whoa, with you. Okay. I wouldn't whoa, say he, he sucks. sucks. This is like, sucks. see, we're getting emotional. You sound like yeah. Tommy about Warrior Games right now. He's bad, bro. He's bro, not right, bad. Do that. I'm He's a rational bad. human being. That's but, not true at all, Tom. This is what should have This is what should have happened. Paul George, Paul George what? should have been in the in the uh the forwards conversation rather than the guards. He should have been in in the front court rather than the back I mean, court. We and we all can agree. We can all agree that Jaron Jackson was not the right selection there. My question to you though is, wh- like, you don't have an honest like you think it was just that biased that they're just yes, like one hundred percent. We need okay, but if in that sense, like the Nuggets only got one, and like Jaron, like Aaron Gordon, like I was talking about in the chat, like. Aaron Gordon had the same numbers as Jaron Jackson and we played more games. That, but everyone was having that same conversation about Aaron Gordon. Like they were saying, yeah, he'll get in just because he's the second Nuggets player, not right. because he deserves. So that's the reason. I mean, I just think people don't – I don't know what the difference between the Grizzlies and, and the Nuggets is then, but I think that's what the Grizz, the, the difference between them and the Kings is. I don't know. I, I mean, I guess. I, I think – But but in a pure all-star game – Logic and people would rather watch De'Aaron Fox than Jaron Jackson. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, that's that I'm saying that's that what I'm saying. I don't know if there's the real question to me is, is uh, like the coaches made that vote, it wasn't like fans or anything else, like, there kinda, like to, the coaches, they're like, going on, dude. So, do you think <laughs> I'm going way off on a limb here? So, I hope I don't get too sideways here, but like, do you think it's because Jaron Jackson's dad played in the NBA and there's a uh, Good old boys club mentality. Maybe who knows? Who knows? Well, I'm not in those meetings. All I know I'm is Fox those. got snubbed. Uh, yeah, he did, but like he's gonna play an All Star yeah, game. Steph doesn't replace stuff. He'll replace yeah. stuff, but it's not the same. So, so. Okay, Jesus, this happens all the time, bro. Where's our respect? Though? And and I was my sources are saying that that uh, Zion might be a scratch too, so Aaron Gordon might get in. Doesn't move. Why? Okay, so you would put Aaron Gordon over Edwards in that situation, or is that just because it's a front court? I think it's the front court. Yeah, I think yeah. it's the front court requirement. Yeah, I I really think Aaron Anthony Edwards should have been in over Paul George. <laughs> he played every game, and they yeah, have the same but, numbers. But to yeah, me, like pe- when people talk about the like who got in, who didn't, I feel like the Paul George argument makes a little more sense. I mean, he's hooping, but like he missed seventeen it, for, games though. But namesake, it makes a little more. Yeah, sense. totally, totally, totally. I mean, and that's it's the then the games for the fans and people like Anthony Edwards isn't as well known as Paul George, clearly. Yeah, he'd but, be just as exciting to watch, though. Yeah, that's why I'm like, yeah, dude has been so really bad. hooping. And on top of that, like, I guess it's the same because Kawhi's been missing, but like, Cat has been out for like yeah. six weeks and like yeah. they're still staying afloat and their Isn't team is not the as year? good. And, and Gobert's not doing, yeah. Well, Gobert didn't even play for the last three games. I don't know if he's done for the year, Tom, but I just know that Anthony Edwards is out there really hooping and like just he's good, man. Yeah, the he's Gobert really trade good. was terrible. <laughs> yeah, he's he's yeah. really good though. Like I'm just gonna say, like Anthony Edwards is like like all the athleticism and the highlights and all that stuff. Like 
Like he's very good. Like yeah. if you watch his reads and you watch how he plays with the ball, how he plays off the ball, like yeah, I I like his game a lot. I think he's going to be very good. It just sucks that he's in Minnesota and they're never going to win. So yeah, gotta keep Jimmy Butler. Oh God, no! Andrew Wiggins didn't want that. That's a whole different conversation. Look at Wiggs now, though, man. I know he just had to go to the right team. See, if you get Cam Reddish over there, maybe that'll work out. So you think Cam Reddish is Andrew Wiggins? <laughs> I was just I making a that. joke. I get, I get where he's going. I get where he's going. Wiggs was written off. I was a believer from day one. Yeah, everybody but said he, Wiggs was a bust, though. But exactly. but Wiggs was still getting paid. Cam Reddish isn't even seeing the floor. Wiggins was just like people were calling him a bust because he wanted superstar money. He wasn't playing like a superstar. They Cam were saying Reddish he is was, not getting. They were the saying floor. he was like the Hall of Fame empty stats guy too. You, you can ask Anthony Edwards himself. He said that Cam Reddish was the toughest dude he had to guard. Yeah, that was like all his life All American game. <laughs> this is this is just, years later. Hey man, I didn't say if it. anyone. If any, if I trust any organization to bring out the best in Cam Reddish, it would be the Warriors. So I'd agree. Thank you. I'd agree. Yeah. Thanks, Tom. I don't even know why I'm on Cam Reddish. It's not like I have an affinity for him or anything like that. It's just that was a random <laughs> name that I picked, and now I'm just rolling with my argument. I miss Gary Payton the second. <sighs> that would help. Well, I guess we'll see what happens. Trade deadline is on Thursday. So, um, you know, within a couple of days, we'll know exactly where everybody's going. And hopefully the Warriors are better, and hopefully the Kings are set up for a long playoff run. Right, Luke? Need it. Keep yeah. the beam lit. Um, speaking of bad basketball, though, yeah. I, I got something I got to get off my chest here. So buckle your seatbelts. So I don't know if, if everybody knows, but there was a women's basketball game between Duke and Florida State uh, last week. And Carol Lawson is the coach of Duke. She's a great player, really good coach, well-respected. So apparently – it was discovered at halftime that the first half had been playing with a men's ball. And that they realized that that was why they were missing shots, supposedly. And so they switched the ball to a women's ball, second half, continued to miss shots, and lost to an unranked team. Or I guess they were ranked 24th. After the game, Carol Lawson wanted to talk about that it was disrespectful and how they don't know if they would have won or lost if they would play with the girls' ball and that it would never happen in the men's game. And I think the real question needs to be asked is how come Division One players that use a basketball every single day, dribble, pass, shoot, could not tell that it wasn't this correct size for their level? And then to yeah. blame other people – is just crazy because you're kind of telling on yourself that your girls literally have no idea, couldn't tell the difference between a men's ball and a girl's ball. So it's like, how much time are they really spending in the gym? Because I can tell you right mm. now by looking directly at the two basketballs, a men's <laughs> ball and a women's ball, I can tell you which one is which. And if you're ever not sure, for people that don't know, on the women's ball, it says 28.5 on every single women's ball that's ever been made. So clearly no one looked at the basketball the entire time they played. So yeah. I don't know how you guys I mean, feel about this, but like it really bugs me because I actually have a funny story is that I have bag basketballs. We go to training <laughs> and every time, like every couple of weeks, there's always some kid <laughs> that high school kid that grabs the girl's ball and just starts shooting around with it. And just like slams the ball off the backboard about four or five times and doesn't think anything of it. And then I have to stop before we start the workout. I was like, do you know if you have a men's ball or women's ball? And they look they're like, oh, and then they go get a men's ball. But I'll tell you one time, <laughs> I just have to tell this story. <laughs> one yeah, time. This guy, he's on a tangent now. Yeah. Well, no, no, this isn't a tangent. This directly correlates. I'm not going to say the name, but one time I had a kid. I saw him pick up the women's ball. I didn't say one word. I wanted to see if he would notice. We shot layups. We shot floaters. We shot mid-range pull-ups. We shot catch-and-shoot threes. 
This kid did an entire hour workout with a women's ball and didn't say one word. And when the workout was done, oh, he shot free toes too. So he did his routine, looked at the ball, and shot with a women's ball. When the workout was done, he went and placed the ball back in the bag, left his workout, and didn't say a word. It's safe to say that that kid is not playing varsity basketball. <laughs> I mean, so we're talking I about mean. Division One high level athletes <laughs> who've been playing basketball their entire life. For those that don't know, on the women's side, with the same exact size ball since you are like in third grade. And for some reason, you could not figure out that you were playing with a ball that was bigger than the one that you've been playing with since you were like nine years old. But we're gonna blame other people, apparently. Yeah. So someone explain that to me. I guess I'm done. That was like the soft version. I mean, I mean, what a passionate piece from the Vacaville native yeah. water. Yeah, no, this guy, he said he had to get it off his chest and he got it off. That that was that was incredible. That was special. That was special. Um I mean, just the audacity to attack I don't even, someone I don't, else. I literally, I literally don't even know what to say. I don't even know how to respond to that monologue. I don't, I don't have much to say about the the all I will say, situation. Um, go ahead. All Tom. I'll say is that's pretty crazy. That I mean, it's just pretty insane that they didn't notice. <laughs> well, and that to blame somebody else, and then let hold on. I had to, I had to write it down. Oh God, he wrote it down. It's here's it. here's the numbers. I just want to give you the down. numbers. Yes, I just want to give you the numbers. So, in the first half, playing with a men's ball, they went 7 for 34. God. Which is awful. As a team. Second half, yeah. hey, we're, we're using a women's ball now, okay? Everything's all good. No, we go 12 for 38. Mm-hmm. Five more made shots. With four more attempts. So, pretty much yeah. the same percentage. Yeah, I don't think it's – I don't think – I mean, so look, what you're saying is that you guys might as well play with a guy's ball because you shoot about the same percentage. I don't, I don't know, I don't know what they're saying, Jared. I think that was for you. I don't know if that's you. what they're saying, Jared, but yeah. I hear you. I just don't. It just bugs me because it bugs me in training, and it bugs me that it's like you guys literally like work out every day. Like, if I threw you a women's ball, Luke or Tommy, you would literally <laughs> laugh at me and throw it back at my at my knee. Yeah, I'd say that's likely. Yeah, surely. Because what do you do every day? You play with a men's basketball every single day of your life. I do. I can't confirm that, Jared. Yeah. So I'm assuming. Typically what we do, at least. I'm assuming they play with a women's ball every single day, except for that one day that they could not figure it out. So my I (laughs) to take a more lighter approach to this, I was more just confused by it all. Not in a sense of like, where's the accountability that you couldn't notice? More just the like, the amount of hands the ball touched before it was realized it wasn't the right ball. Like I'm so confused how rebounds, passes, not even turnovers, though, like everyone, like everyone refs. involved, like everyone involved. It's just Got a like, lot of questions. I think it's a bad look on college basketball. Period. Like it's just a bad look. I think it's a bad look on the players. That's the ref. Opinion. The ref too, bro. Like that's what I'm saying. It's a lot. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I put it on the players because that's why I put it on. If we came to work out, it's the same thing. Oh, that's what I'm putting it on. If you picked up a girl's ball and didn't recognize, you know what? Oh. There's. We'll go ahead. I was gonna say something about that ball too, specifically to Ki Hoops workouts. Um, that ball is very not even distinctively smaller. It's the only one of its kind. <laughs> like no one ever yeah, uses that we ball. We only use NBA balls. Yeah. We have, and he has an Evo now, and then the old evolutions that I always complain about. And then you have the random red one, and we all know that's the girl's one. <laughs> and an, and, it, and an Evo has now, the Jared? other red one. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We Friends of the Evo. program. Thanks. Friends of the program. Friends of the program, Evo. Um, upgrade, bro. <laughs> uh, but, I, got a cu- I got a couple. I got a couple. <laughs> all right, dude. He's got friends in high places. But basically... Yeah, no, no, but the only other red ball you have is <laughs> Dot Pretzel sent one. <laughs> We're way off. Shout out Dot Pretzels. Can we just can we just take a pause to shout out Dot Pretzels real quick? Don't know if you guys no, are listening. 
Don't know if you guys are listening, Dots. They sent but... me an Evo, man. Those things are tough to get. They're like 300 bucks on Amazon. So shout out, Dots. <laughs> oh, man. How do we get from Dots pretzels from basketball? Uh, I don't know. Hey, yeah. Well, you know, hey, another shout out. You know who was you know who is like notorious for grabbing the women's ball and looking at it crazy? Tommy is E-Man. <laughs> E-Man is notorious. Shout out Emmanuel. That's my goat right there. Hey, E-Man he, is my he guy, picks bro. his he picks up the women's ball and looks at it like he's like analyzing a Rubik's Cube. And then sets it down. <laughs> you take a look bro, I love it. Check it out, man. E-Man is so funny. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I'm sorry, but that just, that really irked me, man. And I just had to say my piece. And if you're a real Hooper, then, you know, like as soon as the ball touches your hands, like, you know, automatic. I think I know how I'm going to piss Jared off in this. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. I'm <laughs> hey, if you want to, if you want to mess up your jump shot, we're playing might help your floater, the ball. <laughs> here comes the floater subliminal shots. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Turn the page, complete 360. Let's go. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Wait, Sunday. 360. 360 would put us back in the same spot. You mean 180. Anyways, Super Bowl Sunday. Um, we have another <laughs> Super Bowl theme starting five, but we're not going to get into that yet. Uh let's talk Super Bowl predictions, fellas. Let's hear it. Uh I want to go to me. I want to go to I want to go to Tommy Ball first. Yeah. Um, He's gonna give us a an interesting take. I want no. score too, Tom. I want score. Whoa. Score? Mm. Yeah. Score is score, score is so hard. Yeah. Uh well, I'm taking the Eagles. Whoa. Um, I'm a big Jalen Hurts believer. He is he's he's moved he he's moved my needle. Um, I think their I think their passing attack is ridiculous. Got two elite receivers, high level tight end, the offensive line is good. Star running back, game. like yeah. Star running back, like they they've got it all, and I just don't think the Chiefs' O line can, quite frankly, can mess with that front seven that the Eagles have. I think Mahomes is going to be running for his life like he was against the Bucks in twenty twenty, and um, that's why I think that's what I think the difference will be. I think the Eagles' offense is fun, and that's why I wanted to shout them all out. But I think the difference is going to be that front line because the Eagles' D line is crazy, and. I also hate the Chiefs, so. Oh, they see. There's our bias. See, there's the bias. Yeah, yeah, I had to yeah. throw that. You saw the. Hey, did, on a side note, did you see the the Aaron Rodgers at the Pebble Beach? You saw that. The, the yeah, fans I mean, I I would love for him to be a Raider. <laughs> he said, "Double buy me a house." And then Devonte Adams tweeted, "I love going house shopping." <laughs> yeah, they're so funny, bro. They're hilarious. You see, Derek? Do you see the the jokes Derek oh, Carr was cracking at the Pro Bowl? Oh yeah. <laughs> That was great stuff. Awesome. Nah, uh, I think I think the Eagles. I like Chiefs hate aside, unless Mahomes just does something very Mahomes like, which is very possible. Like I, I think the Eagles are just the better team. Yeah, Jared. Thirty-one seventeen, Patty. Wow. I think um, he's just gonna make. I think he's just gonna make it happen, man. I think two weeks of rest. He's going to be fully healthy. Obviously, I know Jalen Hurts had injuries too, and like everybody will be healthy. Um, but uh, I mean, if you watch the Eagles, like the Eagles dominated the um, the Niners for sure. Um, but I don't know the amount of pressure that the the Chiefs' offense puts on you, how it puts up points. Like the Eagles play more possession back, you know, football. I mean, yeah. it's like they run the ball a lot, so it's like you know. If the Chiefs can just kind of withstand the run and then let Pat – like, Pat's going to be healthy. I think he'll be moving good, and he gets a couple tutties early, and then, like, he's going to put that pressure on them to have to th- to force Jalen Hurts to throw the ball, you know? Yeah. Like, like Pat Mahomes wants to throw the ball those times and wants to, like, get out in a shootout. So, yeah. But you're conf- I could be You're wrong. confident in that pick until the Eagles walk out to dreams and nightmares. Yeah. I mean, you know me. Like you guys are much, you guys are much more savvy in the football world than me. But uh, that's just my guess. I just want it to be a good game. I didn't I give a score. Uh, uh, I, I'm not even gonna give a score. I couldn't. I couldn't. Uh, Thirty-one seventeen just came to me. So that was I my. It did. I don't know if it came out of that cup or what. Um. So I think. Uh, <laughs> basically, I for our YouTube for all our YouTube viewers. Yeah, I think Tommy hit the nail on the head. I think. 
the Chiefs O line is gonna have fits with uh with what what pass rush the Eagles bring. So I think that's gonna be a big thing. But it's hard for me to go against Patty because I think this year was the year for if like if anyone was to be like, oh, like it's 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 Andy Reid's system or it's his weapons he has, they basically like depleted him of his weapons and he was the MVP. Like so I think it's then, hard to even go even last him. game too. He had one foot. Well, he but, was making but plays. Juju Juju was out. Was out, yeah. Uh, I, I don't even know their other like besides. Uh, what, they, had Valid, the they had Valdez was out. And Sky Card, uh, Card Davis, uh, Tony. Kadarius, Kadarius Tony, Tony was out. Tony, that's right. Yeah. They had they had Valdez Scantling, and then he was going crazy, and that was their only option. And then they had to go to Sky Moore, who's just a punt returner. But like they had to put him in at receiver. He was making, but that's what I'm saying. So I think if I think if the Chiefs O line handles the pass rush well, then the Chiefs will win. But I think it's going to be hard, and I do think uh, it's going to be interesting to see how the Eagles respond because their playoff run has been very easy compared to what yeah most most playoff runs consist of. Totally. Like yeah, they just haven't seen the competition that they're going to be seeing on Sunday. Yeah. Um, and that's not their fault. Like, no, the yeah. they played. They played the Niners with no quarterback. Like, that's. I was gonna say, do you guys think if Brock Purdy didn't tear his UCL on the first second drive that the Fort Niners would have won? I don't know if they would have yeah. won. It would have been a bigger fight it, for sure. It would have been like a closer game, but even then, like, I mean, I didn't watch the game. I just watched the highlights and looked at the stats, and it looked like the Eagles were pretty dominant. They were killing in the run game, which yeah. didn't happen. I mean, they had like four rushing touchdowns. Yeah, they had like four rushing touchdowns against the best defense. So yeah, no, their offense is crazy, but it's like yeah. you're going up against another high-powered offense, so you can't yeah. really like. There's really I, that's what I, that's what I'm saying. Like in those situations, that high-pressure situation, if you get down like, you know, seventeen-seven or fourteen-three, like then it's like you really got to start pressing, and like that's not how the Eagles play. You know, it's tough, and Mahomes has been there. Yeah, Mahomes. Down, Mahomes down lost ten. That way. Yeah. Down ten in the third quarter of the Super Bowl, and he won. Yeah, yeah. Like so in terms of poise, I think he got it. He got it. Yeah, yeah. It's too bad. It's it's well. I guess you can't control it, but it's like, man, a, a Bengals Chiefs Super Bowl would be so elite. I mean, I know that's not impossible. I mean, that was like what last week was. Yeah. yeah. So I would like to see the Niners in again, but you know. Yeah. So wait, are you picking Pat or what? I'm gonna go with the Eagles, but uh, I think it's gonna be a close one. I think you go either way, but I think it'll be the Eagles. I think that's yeah. what the script is, at least. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Okay. But did you uh, see but, okay, but, the memes? Okay. The memes on the script are the, the best things ever, bro. One of the, one of the you, funniest you, things. Hey, how much? How much irony do you think it is though that like? If they beat Andy Reid and like Andy Reid got fired from the Eagles because he couldn't win, and then they've won two Super Bowls since Andy Reid got fired, but two different coaches and two different quarterbacks. That'd be crazy. It'd be it'd be interesting. Yeah. It'd be a conversation. That'd just be like another storyline. Yeah. Um, scripted. Scripted. <laughs> All right, starting five, fellas. So we're bringing you starting five Super Bowl party foods. I think this can be taken foods? in food, snacks, however you want to take it. Just if right. it's if it's a Super Bowl food that would be at where you're watching a Super Bowl, it can be put in the starting five. I think this can be taken ready, in a lot man. of different directions. Go ahead. I'm Tom. ready. This, the floor. Yeah, is I'm going to go last. At my point guard. All right. I want to – I went with the smaller floor general today. Mm-hmm. I went with the Muggsy Bogues of, of the Super Bowl starting foods. Okay. You know, but – they 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 pack they pack the correct amount of punch, and at our one we're going pigs in a blanket. The pig, good pig. Pigs in a blanket at the one. It's backcourt mate. Another small, another small piece, but a lot of. I don't. It, there's a lot of them that come, come with it, and uh, I don't really know how to word this, but it's just what I need. It's what I need at the two the parmesan bites. Okay. At the three, at the three, we need a big wing here, and that's why we're going with wings, barbecue wings, buffalo wings. You pick, you choose. I don't care. Wings. At the four, 
It's an absolute staple. You can't go to a Super Bowl Super Bowl party and not have this sitting on the table. Pizza. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> At the five. This guy's gonna hold it down in the paint. It's straight beef. That's all you need to know. Sliders. Wow. <laughs> wow. I like that. I like the five, Tom. I like the five. We have we have, we have, we have some similarities. We'll get into that here. But I think I think well said. Well said. You really you really put together a good lineup there. Um, Not my greatest delivery, but that's okay. Sorry, sorry. It's a different 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 lineup for sure. So, at my point guard. I want my point guard to be someone that go that that meshes well with others. It's not gonna it's not gonna flare up any debates. It's not gonna be in the way of anybody else. It's not gonna try to steal the show from anybody else. But it's gonna be consistent. It's gonna be there the whole time. It's gonna do its job. I want the bowl of chips. I think it's I think it's something that just sits there. It's always there when you need it. Preferably, give me the Doritos nacho cheese. I called him the logo. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were getting Tostitos for sure. No, 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 no. I want the bowl of chips. I think, like I said, it's, 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 that's a great play at the point guard. That's good. So at the two, at the two, taking pigs in a blanket. That's good. Yeah. Okay. I mean, what, you know, at the two, I want someone that gets hot fast. I know you said you wanted the wings in general. I want the buffalo wings specifically. I think this guy gets hot fast. Uh, streaky shooter. He's gonna get. No, to I'll, I'll, I'll make mine the barbecue wings. Okay. Okay. Respect. <laughs> I was fine with. I was fine with whatever you went with. I was just. I just. You know, my guy's a specialty player. He's gonna get to his spots. He's gonna knock down shots. He's hot. He gets hot. Give me the Buffalo wings at the three. You you put this guy in a different position. I think this guy is a wing lockdown defender. He knows how to move his feet from side to side real well. Slide to his defensive position. I need the sliders at the three. I think it's a versatile guy, two way player. You could, you know, it could really fill you up as a full. Yeah, I, I can see the slider being the three. He's a good I just think the player. sliders bring the correct amount of beef we need to be our five. But I, yeah, I, I like think he's your a, argument for the he, three. I think he's a thicker guy for sure, but I think he's a two way player. You know, he could. He's he a could, versatile player. There's no he doubt. Could be about your entree, but he could also lead you into something else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, he's a versatile so player. Me, I like that pick. Give me the sliders at the three. At the four, I want my four to be a stretch four. I want him to be able to space the floor out. Uh, I really want him to be able to 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 really stretch the floor out. I need a good mozzarella stick at the four. <laughs> Think about the cheese, the cheese spread. <laughs> this guy is spreading the floor at the four. He can hit shots from the outside. He's lengthy. He's not afraid to get his nose dirty. Uh, I don't even need to hear your five or Jared's list. Luke probably has my vote this week. At the five, this might be a curveball. This guy's thick. He's hard to move. Um, you know, he, he makes crazy. a statement that's, that's whatever. A crazy pause. This guy's thick. He's thick and he's hard to move. And he 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 owns. He has a presence <laughs> in in the paint. I want the spinach dip at the front. Oh no! This guy. I'm t- this is a personal favorite of mine. Throw a little artichoke spinach dip in there. I was gonna do specialty dips as a whole, but I wanted to be specific. So we're going with the spinach dip. At the five. Uh, what? I'm I'm really proud of that. Clapping bros. <laughs> that was nice, Tom. Was that a good five? No, the five was bad. The first four were great. <laughs> What's wrong with spinach dip, bro? You, bro, you don't like the, your explanation was dip? terrible. You should <laughs> be arrested <laughs> for that. That was that was assault. It's a big was, body post. That was assault, bro. I just got assaulted by that. Have much viscosity down there. <laughs> you could have said viscosity from the jump instead of the approach you took. He's, yeah. it's, it's, just, is spinach dip not thick? Bro, stop. That's not move what you said. Let's move it's on. Not, Let's it's move what on. it is, though. I, I, just feel, I, feel, I feel assaulted. That's your prerogative, I guess. I uh, all right. Point guard. I need some razzle-dazzle. I need some spice. My Jason Williams, shout out to Kings. Give me guacamole and chips. Real staple in our in our uh, household, you know. Great. I want to be able to run the offense. But if I need to get down and break my guy down and, like, you know, a little razzle-dazzle, give me guac and chips. Yeah. Shooting guard. You said you wanted razzle dazzle, but stable. I'm 
I don't know. I'm saying that I need him to be stable, but if I need a little razzle dazzle like razzle dazzle, like if I want to throw some jalapenos in my guac, you know, normal think, guac is just tomatoes and I don't you know, think avocados. I would some call lemon. Jason Williams stable, but you know, <laughs> just yeah, just an interesting comparison there, Jared, but I, I get where you're going. All right, go ahead. Keep talking. Uh, what? what never mind. I could say it. You're hating on pigs in a blanket. Really? No, no. Well, I was going to talk about what Luke said just about three minutes ago. <laughs> they were criticizing me. Go ahead. Uh, at the shooting guard, I just, I just need a winner, man. That's it. I just need a winner. I need someone that's going to take the last shot. I need someone that's going to carry my team to the promised land. Someone that never misses. Give me mac and cheese. Okay. Shooting guard. Okay. Can confirm, Mac and Cheese is a winner. Man, Small forwards. It's all about versatility, right? We talk about this all the time. This is the most important position on the floor. I need someone that can really be in different spots at the same time and really just play different roles for me. So give me seven-layer dip. Seven-layer mm, bean dip. Not a fan, but, you know. That's okay. I see, I see the vision. Yeah, it's okay. I don't think uh, this is – guy. Yeah. Well, I mean, he could play different parts, though. He has seven different personalities to play. So Exactly. That's a tough locker room guy. Yeah, well, shout out Kyrie. Um, power forward. Need someone that can get deflections, get steals, block shots, run the floor. Give me hot dogs. Throw them on the grill. Real stable. Give me glizzies. <laughs> This guy's crazy. <laughs> Luke, are you good? Bro, that's that's literally what he's saying. I'm just paraphrasing. He said give me hot dogs. He did not say give me glizzy. This it's the same thing, bro. That's a gobbler. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Yo, come on, man. Bro, what are you on right now? <laughs> I'm waiting for your five, dude. Give me uh, glizzies. I was that was a direct quote from Waters. I must have heard it. It must be my headphones. I don't know. <laughs> Yo, bro, give me give your five, dude. Yo, like shut that. up, bro. I just got verbally assaulted by you twice. <laughs> I don't get what's wrong with the spinach dip. <laughs> oh my goodness. This is awful. At the, I'm just gonna get this over with at the center. You can throw them in a crock pot. They're perfect with two pit, toothpicks, but they're really going to take up space in the paint. <laughs> Give me barbecue meatball. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. Give your walk on. I don't even want to hear the reasoning. Just give your walk on. <laughs> barbecue meatballs. Bro, bro, you're telling me Jared has, Jared has hot dogs and meatballs as his, as his front court. Y'all not going to get on him, but you're going to get on me for the spinach bro. dip. <laughs> your explanation was insane, Luke. Look at what's going on, bro. Look at what's going on. Walk on. Hey, bro. This is spiraling out of control fast. Can we grow up, please? Oh, bro. Walk on. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, I'm going to take, I'm going to keep it real simple. Throw them in the bowl. They're great after. Bro, lock in, dude. Bro, I can't get over what you said. You said glitch. Bro, you're a grown man. What is so like? Come on, man. Bro, I know that's what I'm saying. You're supposed to be a grown man too. I am, bro. It's what they're called, dude. <laughs> Give me peanut M and M's. Okay. <laughs> that was a cop out pick for surely. <laughs> I I'm right. done. I peanut M and M's, bro. All right, my walk-on pick. You want to talk about a guy that's in the gym hours on end. You want to talk about a guy that knows his role and comes in here and never wavers from it. You want to talk about a guy that even when you think you've depleted all your options, you still go back to this guy every single time. Give me the veggie platter. (laughs) All right, right. bro. My walk-on pick, you know... (laughs) Here's an underrated guy, all right? I feel like when you've got these kind of sides, everyone looks towards the mozzarella sticks, the Parmesan bites of the world. 
I, the guy that I picked, you know, they came to tryouts. Parmesan made the starting five because I had to. Mozzarella, I, I cut him. But this guy said, this is my perfect walk-on. Give me cinnamon pretzel twists. I don't. What is that? A cinnamon be, pretzel that twist? That must be a yeah. Toblerone. <laughs> what? That must be a heat miser. <laughs> you guys don't know what cinnamon pretzel twists are? I do. I had them at like Domino's, but not at a Super Bowl party. <laughs> maybe that's what they get for their Super Bowl parties, Domino's. I mean, maybe. I think it's a good pick, though. Like from what they are, it's a good pick. I just don't think I've had them at a Super Bowl. No, party. don't but try to recover now. Pick. Don't like. Yeah, Luke, yeah. I mean, Luke. you really came out with the hating, and yeah, Luke. Yeah, don't try to go back on. Hold on. If we're gonna bring up Heat Miser, I mean, the amount of texts I got just. Just no, they're they're questioning you got your guys's knowledge on Christmas <sighs> movies showed that I wasn't the idiot. No, heat there miser. were heat miser. I don't you can call me an idiot. I don't care. I just don't know who heat miser was. Yeah, no thanks. I'll take I'll take the by next yeah. Christmas episode. I will watch the movie. How about that? No, you don't have to do that. <laughs> I'm not gonna watch it. I'm not gonna hey, I don't it. think I, I never said the cinnamon twist was a bad pick. I'm just thinking it I don't think it's a a Super Bowl party food staple is what I'm saying. And that's fine. Yeah, that's okay. But I think that's why it's a walk-on. They have to be a staple. That's why it's a walk-on. Exactly. And that's why I said. So I wasn't hating. I wasn't hating. Right. I never said it was a bad pick. Right. Just didn't show up to my trial. Well, I'm curious to hear what kind of monologue Jared has cooked up because he's ready to read. Yeah. No, I I don't know if he's ready, actually. I don't know if I'm ready. This has just been – this has gone sideways so far. Uh but we did talk. We did talk. You know why? Is <laughs> blew this out of proportion. Go ahead. Jay's sitting right there. Jay, did he blow it out of proportion? Did we blow it out of proportion, Jay? Jay said, "Yeah, yeah." Thank you. Uh, who cares what Jay thinks, anyways? I mean, you <laughs> asked him. Asked him. Uh, well, we talked about snack food. We talked about chips. We all like chips. A 30-yard field goal could be considered a chip. But my favorite are 15 yards. So from the front yard, I get 50 chips a night. And that will get my Super Bowl Sunday so right. (laughs) (laughs) I give it a Give me that. I give it a 7-4. You're just hating. I'm giving that bad rating. I'm giving that seven a seven. A, good rating. a seven seven. Thanks, seven, Tom. A pretty good rating. <laughs> Jay, if Jay gives me an eight, then we got we got. Jay action. has not. Jay's Jay's <laughs> Jay's, Jay's hand has not left his mouth. <laughs> Jay said he's done with you. If you can't hear him, he said it just gets better and better. I will say you you you've after your blunder, you've stepped up to the plate each. Week, yeah, he so. hasn't missed since the blunder. Well, yeah. I wouldn't say he hasn't missed, but he's taking good shots. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> whoa, okay. whoa, whoa, whoa. He, he's been prepared since the blunder. <laughs> okay, first of all. Yeah, go ahead. I feel like I've been hitting, like, since I think at a high rate. At a high rate. But I wouldn't yeah. say you never miss. Like, that's. Yeah, I mean, 60%, right, is still pretty good, yeah? I'll give you higher than that. I'll give you, like, okay. Yeah, if I'm getting sevens, yeah, 70, okay. I'm cool. That's right. cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, You're shooting good ones. You're shooting real yeah. good ones. High, high yeah. efficiency shots. Sometimes I get a little over my skis and start letting them yeah. fly from the, yeah. from the logo. <laughs> a little but adrenaline. It's okay. I don't but know some, if it was. Hey, I don't know yeah. if it was last but week or the week that. before. Uh, it was. It was like the week notes. before. Bro has a poem book of his yeah. <laughs> No, I was actually look, I'm looking. Four. No, I'm. I'm looking at my starting five. I can tell by the starting five oh, which one. Fifty chips, chapter five. I should write thought, a poem book. I thought you were going to go along with like championship chip, chip something along those lines. That was my thirty yard field goal threw me off. I was not yeah, expecting no, but that. it made sense. That's why it's a seven four. Yeah, like it no, made it's good. It's good delivery. Yeah, no, <laughs> like because that's right. a chip shot, right? I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, I see where you're going with it. All right, what what episode is this? What I think we're on 25 or 26. No, 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 no we're no, higher no, than that. 27? Seven. Yeah. Oh, really? Are we? Episode yeah. 27. Hey, man, this is impressive. Hey, so just 27. We were talking about doing math earlier. That means that we've gone over half a year. Yeah. Yeah. You guys. Half a year. That's awesome, man. I just Look want to us. say shout out, shout out you guys, man. 
Man, you guys no, have. I will say, uh, well, bro, it's you too. We, I mean, I don't think, I don't think, I mean, we, we obviously know, but I don't think everyone is aware of the scrambling that goes down every week to get these done. So, I mean, I appreciate you too. You know, especially yeah. being on the road. Appreciate That's, you guys. Um, it's midnight on Sunday right now. We're trying to figure this out. But. Yeah. Hey, you know what? This, I, I feel like this do. makes, yeah, this makes the energy better. It I does. Like it. it definitely does. Cause like, this is wild. We got a great yeah. episode for you guys next week, though. A great oh, episode man. coming. I think we're filming. Oh, I think we're filming in probably like two days. So yeah, quick yeah. turnaround for I'm us. I'm extremely excited. Double check with our special guest tomorrow. Oh. Big time guest coming next Big week. Big time guest. I we're hope just letting everyone. You know. I hope everyone enjoyed this week. If you skip this week, please don't skip next week. Yeah. You need to be tapped yeah. in. Tapped in. Jared's, it's going Jared's down. Chips, Jared's chips poem is going to be crazy. Jared's it's chips crazy. poem. Is it's probably be... not going to be pod friendly. I'm just telling you right now. Okay. <laughs> okay, bro. Be. Okay, guy. Okay, guy. Spinach okay. dip guy. That's going to go down. That's going to go down in infamy. I'm just telling you right now. I'm never oh, letting you live that down. I don't think. All right. I don't. I need to wrap this up before you guys just take it to another level again it's already been taken so episode 27 in the books appreciate all our listeners appreciate my two co-hosts for for being the uh the people that they are today was a little out of hand but that's fine shows our personality like luke says we do these episodes to show the personality and i think i think we hit on that today so everyone have a blessed week here's your favorite walk-ons and we're walking out